ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this episode of Unkaped Heroes. We are honored that you took some time out of your day to just spend some time with us, gain some wisdom, garner some new knowledge, and see if we can't spread this need for character, integrity, wisdom, and knowledge around the world. I am Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you today, and equally honored to be here with my co-host, Cassie Holland. How are you today, ma'am? I'm doing fabulous, enjoying the first day of fall. How are you? I'm well, enjoying the same thing. It's a little cooler than it's been, and a little bit of that fall nip in the air, and I love this time of year. It's, a, it's my favorite time of year. So as much fun as I have with things like fall weather and, and new flowers and decorations coming in, I really love these shows. I, I get so um, empowered, I guess it's a great word, by by the knowledge and the wisdom that gets shared from around the world. And I, I never cease to be amazed at the beauty people have to add to the world when, when you look around and it seems so dismal and so hard and there's this beauty underneath. What, what's one thing, Kathy, that really stands out to you about these shows? I think, and I think I've said it before, that one of my favorite things about it is finding the extraordinary in the ordinary. You know, there's everyday people that do fascinating things, and I think it's super cool to to share that and to be be able to present that to the world. I think it's really cool. I love it. So we have a beautiful guest with us today. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Uh, I always get inspired. And so if, without further ado, let's bring our guest in. Today, we would love, ladies and gentlemen, if you would welcome Miss Jenna Spanks with us, Miss Jenna Sparks with us. Thank you. Hi. I'm just going to correct that. It's Jenna Kelland, and Spark Wellness is my business. Um, oh, Jenna Kelland. All right. And Sparks <laughs> is your business. I have it down as Jenna Sparks. Kelland, K-E-L-L-A-N-D. That's correct, yes. Well, let's make sure that we get that right. The last thing I want to do is misspeaking an introduction of all places. So, Jenna, how about you kick us off, girl? Tell us who is Jenna Kelland, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with you? All right. So, yeah, my name is Jenna Kelland. Um, my background is I am trained in adult education. I went to school way longer than most people, and I have a Ph.D. Um, in adult education, which got me, you know, keeps me interested in, in teaching and learning. But I, I'm also passionate about nutrition. And so I went back to school and studied holistic nutrition. So I have a diploma in holistic nutrition. So now I can teach something I'm really excited about. Um, I'm also a mom of three teens now, I guess. I can't call them kids anymore. Uh, three teens with special needs. Um, so I understand the, the challenges of, you know, balancing motherhood and kids and work and, and all of those pieces that, that come together. And, you know, through my experiences, I'm sure we'll chat more today, but I've become a, a big advocate for mental wellness and, you know, taking care of yourself so that you can take care of the people around you. Um, so, yeah, if people do want to get in touch with me, um, my website is sparkwellness.ca. I am in Canada, so I have a .ca website, um, and that's a great way to connect and find out more about what I do and, and the resources I share. I love it. I, tell me just a little bit more about being a holistic nutritionist for those that might not understand what that is. 
Yeah, so holistic nutrition is a study of nutrition and looking at food, but within the context of our whole lives. So we also look at um, how that fits in with lifestyle and other parts of your self-care plan. So food by itself is a great strategy for looking after your health and wellness, but it's also important to, to consider where that fits in with the rest of the things in your life um, and, and to consider nutrition as part of a whole a whole. Um, approach to, to self-care and wellness. Mm, beautiful definition. I love the what we've seen recently with, with people really coming together and talking about just like that, just like nutrition is, you know, it, there's a food pyramid to learn about in health, but nutrition is so vital to you feed your, your body as well as your spirit and your soul at the same time. And so that, that wholeness that you're talking about, you know, that, that whole body healing and getting better, I think that there's been so much lot brought to that recently. Um, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I really yeah. appreciate that. So thank you I for think, that space. Yeah, I think that people are looking at that differently and recognizing that everything contributes to it. One of the things I, I share with people they are often surprised to know is that when you are under stress, when your body is stressed, um, you don't absorb thing, your food as well. So you can be taking the best supplements, eating the best food you have access to. And if you're in a high stress situation, your digestive system doesn't work as effectively. Mm-hmm. So you don't get the benefits of, of that food you're eating. So, you know, we have to look at, you know, how we reduce our stress levels or maybe how we prepare our, ourselves for, for meals so that we are able to actually absorb the, the nutrients we're taking in. Mm-hmm. I think that's fascinating information. You know, I don't think a lot of people realize the difference in the level of stress that we have begun to endure in the last couple of years. You know, it's just really changing. Stress means so many different things now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people are in a constant or a state of chronic stress, um, of continual stress. We don't even notice it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it affects our health, it affects our mental health, it affects our, our productivity and our relationships and so many things. Yeah, it really does. It really does. So thank you for that information. Okay, Jenna, let's, let's take this turn just a little bit different. Let's talk about your definition of a hero, and then who in your lifetime do you feel like fits into that description for you? Yeah, I think that, you know, heroes are the people I look to in a couple of things. One, for, for their wisdom and knowledge, um, people who've, who've gone before and kind of paved the way or who are bringing new insights into a field. So I definitely have, you know, people I, I find it, I, I admire and I, I appreciate their, their work and, and their steps forward. But I think also on a personal level, you know, the heroes are, are the people who inspire and who, um, keep you interested and keep you, you going um, when times get tough. So certainly, you know, if I think about personal heroes in my life, it would be people like my mom who, um, you know, showed me that women can balance family and work, um, that you can pursue your passions. She's uh, an author and has published a few books um, since retiring, uh, you know, and has certainly found the things, time for things that are important in her life. But I think I balance that with, you know, I don't know, I've just been reading Emily Nagoski's book about burnout and these women who are writing books that, uh, and talking and having TED Talks and, uh, and all of these things, but that challenge um, our, our ideas about what health and wellness is and how we support that on, on a bigger scale, whether it's as a person or as a, a society and a culture. But people are asking questions there too about, you know, 
yes, we can do it all. Yes, we have these role models that show us, but how do we do that in a way that keeps us healthy? I think that part might be the kicker is how do we do that all in a way that keeps us healthy? Well, yeah, and then people need to realize that it doesn't look the same for everybody. So having somebody that's willing to guide them through that and take the the correct way on the healthy route is a huge asset, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. It does look different for everybody. Um, and, and that's the challenging when we when we go online and Google like stress management plan or diet plan or, or something like that, um, we get one idea. But, you know, everybody's lives are different. If you're getting up early with kids to get them off to school, your breakfast looks different than if it's just you that you have to, you know, you're working at home and you wander down the hall to your office. Your morning routine looks very different. So, we, you know, it's finding those strategies that are customized to your situation that's really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. So, throughout your, your journey and your education and the things that you have learned, throughout the years, is there a particular life lesson that you would like to share with our audience? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, about five years ago, I went through burnout. Um, I'd had a really challenging year. I was going to school and doing my nutrition studies. I was still teaching. I teach at the university. Uh, my kids were starting school and struggling. Uh, we didn't know why at that point, but you know, they've all got some unique challenges that affect their learning. And all of this was going on and I just kept pushing through it all with the idea that, you know, I've, I've tackled everything that's come in my life so far. Um, you know, I can manage this. It's probably temporary. And it got to the point where my body just shut down and I started having panic attacks and then they started being daily and then they started just being constant. Um, I would never get out of that state of uh, my heart racing, you know, difficult to breathe, on edge. Uh, as I talked before, you know, your digestion stops working. I, I lost a lot of weight. I wasn't sleeping. Um, and it eventually got to the point where I couldn't leave the house. And I, I didn't leave my house for six months. And um, that meant I missed out on things like my kids' Christmas concerts, um, birthday parties, family gatherings. I only left the house for medical appointments. I didn't take the garbage out. I didn't check the mail. Um, none of those things. And really the lesson that I got out of that was that in order to be able to do all of these things, I had to put myself first. Um, I had to, to build everything else around what supported me, and that was really a big shift in, in priorities. But that, you know, I couldn't be there and be a good mom if I didn't take time for myself, if I didn't build that into my schedule um, first and then put all the other pieces around that. And I think that was a big shift in, in my thinking. and. Um, goes against what a lot of, of women and, and moms have been brought up to that kind of, you know, you help everyone else, you look after everybody else. But it, it comes back to you have to, to care for yourself first or all those other pieces. You're not going to be there. You're not going to be that foundation for the other people around you. Yeah, no, absolutely. You can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, it's the same concept. People are always, I've heard people my whole life question why they, when you're on an airplane, and they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before you do anybody else's. I've heard people say that's so selfish, that's so rude, but here's the thing. If you're not breathing, then you can't help anybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? So, yeah. It's a really powerful metaphor. Yeah. 
Absolutely. That is a pretty powerful metaphor. But it's, it's so true. I think that we are in society, we are groomed to see to other people's needs before we see to our own. And I think it's, it's almost garnered as, well, isn't that selfish? And really, in fact, isn't it more selfish not to care for you? Because then you don't get to be the best mom or wife or spouse or partner or teacher. If you can't find a way to become a better you, then you cheat the world out of what you could become by not taking that minute to care for yourself and, and love yourself in it. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think also, you know, I have kids and I want to be a, a model to them that they should go into the world differently and that they should, um, you know, look after themselves first. And, and maybe we'll start to see a generational shift there. But, um, you know, recognizing that uh, their wellness and well-being is important and being aware of their mental health and their physical health and, and the choices they make and how that affects things. So I think, you know, role modeling that is really important, too. I, I agree. We've heard that countless times on these podcasts, just as people come to that realization, like, you know, I've I got to get better, and it's not selfish. It's, in fact, you know, it's healthier for everybody if we mm-hmm. all get better. So thank you for the space that you provide, Jenna, for people to come and just get better around you and with you in your space. I think yeah. it's so important. Yeah, I think that is important. And, you know, I truly believe that when we work with moms, when we help moms, we really help communities because when we support moms, they support their families, they support their children, and they're really foundational in, in our communities and our schools and our neighborhoods. So, you know, supporting moms has a ripple effect. Um, when they learn different ways to look after themselves, when they learn different ways of eating or they learn strategies that support themselves, it really ripples out into the community because they share that with the people around them. Mm, I agree. I think there are a few things any more powerful than a group of on fire, healthy, happy moms, <laughs> right? <laughs> they are a force to be reckoned with, <laughs> for sure. Okay, Jenna, so let's take this one more spot. Let's, um, let's switch the tables for a minute, and let's, in fact, put you on the pedestal and let you stand there in the lot for a moment and recognize that you probably stand as a hero in a day to more people than you recognize. So thank you for what you do for the people that you serve. Yeah, thank you for for saying that because I think, again, we get caught up in that helping people and we don't stop to to recognize the difference we make and recognize um, that what we do every day does make a difference. I agree with you. So Jenna, of all of the knowledge that you've gained and the wisdom that you've acquired through being a woman, through being a mom, through going through these transitions and these pivots in your life, if you had an opportunity to make a one-line statement to the world, what's your one-liner, Jenna? What does your T-shirt say? Yeah, I think that's great. I think, you know, one idea that comes to mind is that self-care isn't selfish. Um, but I think another one is, you know, I, I'm proud to put myself first. Um, you know, when I mm. put myself first, um, that lets me support other people and to, you know, really shift that idea to, when we look after ourselves, we show up as the best version of ourselves in our families, in our communities, in our jobs, and, and we make more of a difference in, in whatever it is that we're doing. Um, and so, yeah, really shifting that to think about, you know, how do I put myself first so I can put the best of myself into the world? You also hear sometimes, you know, um, do you want to share the best of yourself or the rest of yourself? 
Um, and again, that, that idea of, you know, when we take care of ourselves, we can put uh, a better version of ourselves forward. Ooh, I really like that, the best yourself for the rest of yourself. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do a you great give yourself, Yeah. Do you give yourself, you know, the, the best of yourself or after everybody else has been looked after? Is that when you, you look at yourself? And settle for the rest. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Kathy, where does this conversation bring you? I think that 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 statement, um, the best of yourself or the rest of yourself, is a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people because, you know, there's so many people that are comfortable and complacent in what society thinks their roles should be. And, you know, so many people don't pursue that <clears throat> that desire or that passion because it's out of the norm, it's out of the box. And I, you know, I think it's sad that people sell, sell the world short, sell themselves short. So it's an important reminder for people. I love that. I might have to carry the best of yourself or the rest of yourself around me too. It's my thought process for the day. I really like that statement, Jenna. That was good. That was a good one. I get like all these beautiful t-shirt quotes and then I get the coolest bumper stickers along the way. You know, these little things that people inside the wisdom, I just, they're cool. I have such fun writing them down and, and going back and thinking into that. And I think that's one of the things this does for me. It gives, really gives me things to think into, you know, for myself. And where do I stand with that? And how do I see that? Because I think we don't, you know, we don't take that time so many times until those questions are presented to us. Yeah, I uh, think that's what a beautiful. true. Mm-hmm. And I think there are questions we have to come back to and, you know, what is the best of myself right now? I, you know, I, I believe you do the best you can with what you have, with where you are, and that looks different from day to day. Sometimes just getting your kids fed and out the door is, is the best you've got. And other days, you know, it, it's standing up and showing up and taking on the world. And so that best, you know, of ourselves varies from day to day. And, and I think we need to acknowledge that depending on how we're resourced, what we're what we're dealing with in our personal lives, our family, or all of those other things um, affect what that best is. And that's not necessarily perfection. That's not necessarily, you know, going 110% every day. Sometimes that best of yourself is, is saying no, is setting boundaries, is taking a break as well are equally important things. I agree. What beautiful wisdom. What great insight for people to just listen and go, hey, did you take some time for yourself lately? You know, just a few. Beautiful, beautiful wisdom, Jenna. Thank you so much. We are at that place where it's about time for us to close. I can continue this conversation indefinitely. What a great conversation, Jenna. Thank you for the wisdom that you've shared with us today. We love to kind of go around and take a minute and give everybody a final moment. So I'm going to start by saying that I would love for our audience to remember that we are brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If you'd like to have a conversation with us, if you want to share your journey, if you know somebody that we should talk to, or if you just want to throw it out and visit, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. We would love to talk to you. I would love to take a minute and let's go in and and end with some final statements. And Jenna, I'm going to say thank you again for your time, your wisdom, and your knowledge. And uh, best of luck to you in your endeavors as you reach out to save the world. Cassie, how would you like to leave our audience today? Um, I would like to leave with two things. One, I would like to remind everybody that no is a complete sentence. 
and boundaries are a form of self-care. And if you setting boundaries makes people uncomfortable, that's their problem, not yours. You do you. And I would also like to challenge our audience to take some time. Take some time for yourself, you know. If, you're, if your love language is coffee and a pedicure or a book or a bubble bath or a road trip, then do that because you'll be better for it and everybody else will benefit from it. Beautiful advice. I love that love language to yourself. We can speak it to other people. We so hard have a difficult time speaking that language of love to ourselves. Jenna, we would be honored if you would take the stage, give us the last 90 seconds, and close out our show for us today. What would you like to leave our audience with? Well, thank you so much for inviting me to speak here. And I think maybe the thing to remember is that you know, self-care can be as simple as stopping and taking a few deep breaths. Um, that actually physically slows your body down. It helps it feel safer. It helps it feel calmer. And it helps you uh, reconnect with the, the side of your brain that is good for communication and relationships and all of those things. So self-care doesn't have to be complicated. Um, just stopping and breathing can actually have a really powerful effect. So, so look for those little things you can do in your day because I know you're busy. We're going to edit this part out, ladies, because my computer went blank and I can't turn it off. 